Hey everyone, it's Brianna from the Where the Fuck are the Popcorn Facts podcast. Mantis and I want to thank you all for your continued support. It means a lot to us and helps us push through, especially during these tough times. If you're a new listener, welcome and thank you. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Where the Fuck are the Popcorn Bags without the U. We post some fire memes and it gives me something to do throughout the day. You can now also find us on Google Play, along with Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Radio.com, TuneIn, or wherever else you get your podcasts from. Thanks! Hello? anything are you are you full have you drunken all of your drinks you know i eat one thing don't even remember what i eat and now i just get shamed for it well don't eat when we're trying to record a fucking podcast like some barbaric animal i'll just start i'm gonna start intermittent fasting i'm only gonna eat 20 hours a day instead of all 24 hours a day I tried intermittent fasting, but, like, every day I would, like, wake up later, and so I would, like, have to adjust the schedule, and then at, like, a certain point I was just like, this is too hard to keep track of. But there are apps for it. Dieting is just not something that I'm willing to subscribe to right now. What I am willing to subscribe to, though, is the notion that I'm going to love this movie. (laughs) Hopping out the box. Talking about the 80s. I think that was a great song choice on my part. Uh, Me and Brianna listened to The Box by Roddy Rich before this to get us all hyped up, and I am ready to go. I am a half a Red Bull deep. I've got a Cliff Bar next to me. I've listened to uh, two rap songs, and so I am filled with energy. With energy! Oh, how are you, Brianna? How was your week? What's today? Mm, I guess I meant how was last week. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> last week was um, it was rough. I don't really remember what happened, but oh, didn't you get COVID? Oh my God! Yes, I had the COVID scare of twenty twenty, and or of August twenty twenty because it's been going on for a while, <laughs> and uh. Me and my two other roommates all had to get tested for the Rona. Did you get your results back? I did. Um, one of my roommates got a rapid result, and he tested negative immediately. I went to a tent in the center of Chelsea, which is a hot spot for Corona, but I did not get it, and I came back negative. And then the person who brought it into our house... Also came back negative. Well, that's good. That's good news. I didn't even have the antibodies. Oh, that's good. You've just been not going anywhere then, so that's... Well, I was social distancing before everyone else did it. <laughs> everyone copied me. <laughs> yeah. Were people social distancing from you, or were you social distancing from people? I would say it was probably uh, half and half. <laughs> <laughs> I got nothing. That that makes me sad. It makes me sad. You know what doesn't make me sad, Brianna? What? Escape Plan 2, Hades. 
the movie we're going to be watching tonight, which I'm super excited about. It's the sequel to the 2013 blockbuster Escape Plan. Okay? That movie grossed over $135 million worldwide. And it starred Sylvester Stallone and Arnold Schwarzenegger. And Arnold Schwarzenegger decided not to sign on for the second one, but they made it anyway. And it went direct to video. And it did not make a lot of money. But they decided to make a third one anyway after that. I don't know why. I kind of got this movie um, confused with The Expendables. Yeah, it came out around the same time. Wasn't Sylvester Stallone also in that? Yeah, I think he was in one of the later one of the later ones. But the series was originally called The Tomb, and Bruce Willis was supposed to play the character that Stallone plays. But Willis decided against it because apparently he has standards that I didn't know about. But Bruce Willis has movie standards, so he didn't he didn't want to be in it. So Stallone was in it. Arnie signed up for it. Uh, the first Escape Plan underperformed at the box office. Only making like $10 million with those two names. It was like 2013. But internationally, like in China, it fucking killed. Chinese people in it just fucking loved it. They just wanted to see Arnie and Stallone just kill it. And so it made enough money to apparently warrant a second movie. And then a third movie. But so I've got to call some fraud on this because... Like, literal fraud. Like, I think this is a mon- money laundering scheme. Because whenever I hear about Chinese production companies getting involved in these small or, like, big direct-to-video movies, it just seems like they're just fucking flushing money. Because they made a second movie and then greenlit the third movie before the second movie even came out. And the second movie damn near flopped. And on... On Wikipedia, it said that it was a financial success. I don't know how losing $3 million in, in the box office is a is a success. So, like, I, it just doesn't make any sense to me. Like, I think it's actually just like, oh, let's make a movie. And then we'll just flush some money through it. Yeah, girl, you tell them. Mm-hmm. That's, so that's where I'm coming from. I think it's some boo shit. Maybe Chinese people just really like Sylvester Stallone and Arnold Schwarzenegger. Well, they clearly do. They clearly love them. So that's all they needed. But uh, Arnie was like, nope, thanks to the sequel. Uh, The reason we picked the sequel is because Dave Bautista stars in it. And we're doing a theme of movies in the three movies we're watching this cycle. That is wrestlers turned actors. And uh, in their worst role that we could find um, on IMDb. Worst starring role, that is. So just a reminder that we're doing, we're picking movies, we're picking three movies, and they have a common theme, whether it be the title or just what's happened in the movie or who's been in the movie, and we're just going to run with that for a little while and see what happens. Um, I really want to, after we watch, uh, so in next week we're going to watch No Holds Barred starring Hulk Hogan, and then after that we have to pick a theme. I want to watch The American Pickle, the new Seth Rogen movie that's coming out. I'm super excited about that. So I'm going to try to figure out how we can build a set of movies around that. I think that would be good. What is The American Pickle about? Because I've never heard of it until 20 minutes ago. I thought you were talking about like pickles. <laughs> like no. <food>. <laughs> no, it's about a Jewish immigrant, like 1920, who falls into a vat of pickle juice and then just like essentially just gets preserved for a hundred years and wakes up in modern day Brooklyn 
and meets his great 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 grandson or grandnephew, uh, who is also played by Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen plays the immigrant and the great 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 grandnephew, and they have to just figure out how to live with each other. And the immigrant tries to live his life in 2020 without anyone that he knows or loves. It looks really interesting. All right. Well, I like Seth Rogen, so I'll give it a go. You know what? That could tie into Sounds Like a Porn. Ooh, okay. Yeah, we could do that. We could watch American Pickle. And Top Cow. Okay. <laughs> that sounds like a porn. That sounds like a very niche porn, but. I mean, so does American Pickle. Hide the pickle. <laughs> hide the pickle. Tickle Classic the pickle. Classic game. No, mm-hmm. hide the pickle. Um, what was the movie that I wanted to watch that sounded like a porn? I don't remember. Let me look at my phone. An Evening with Beverly Laughlin. That sounds exactly like a porn. That does sound like a porn. I heard that. I heard that's not uh not bad. So I I think we I think we might have our three next movies. It has um. The two guys from What We Do in the Shadows, the TV show. Which ones? Okay, well, one of them's not actually in it, but Jermaine, the one from Flight of the Concords, the one mm-hmm. who was in the original What We Do in the Shadows. And Love then that the, movie. One of my favorite comedies of all time. The show got nominated for an Emmy. Oof, that's so good. Look at us. So I feel like good. we discovered them. Yeah, we did discover them. And we thrust them into It's us. Famous. Into stardom. Okay, Listen, sure. all of you people listening to this right now, it's because of you. All three of you who are listening to this right now. And by the way, everybody that's rated and reviewed this motherfucker, thank you so much because we cracked the top 50 in the film reviews category on Apple Podcasts. And that is just so cool. Especially because we have nothing else going on in our lives. So once again, <laughs> thank you so much. So cool. So awesome. Except for the one person who gave us one star. Like, what a troll. Fuck you, cunt. What is up with that? That's bullshit. Say it. Say it. (laughs) You could at least leave a review with the one star. Say it. Don't spray it. I just want to point out that 99% of the people that I interact with on Instagram think that I'm um, a male. (laughs) (laughs) Can can uh, Can you tell that story? Uh, about oh well hashtag fugly people approved someone hashtag fug nuggets <laughs> hashtag chicken fuggies um someone from a podcast that's also like a youtube channel i don't i don't know if those are the same thing but there's a youtube channel podcast and they it's actually a very interesting concept and i really enjoyed it they have a conversation in a hot tub oh not a time traveling hot tub just a regular hot tub with like a low simmering bubble okay and um they said something about i was like oh we don't have a youtube channel because we're too ugly which is true yep yep Um, very true but hashtag fuck it and They were so nice. They said back, oh, I'm sure you're not that bad looking man. (laughs) (laughs) And just to be clear, they said man, not (laughs) (laughs) ma'am. If anyone is wondering, uh, if you were curious to know it all, 
I am not the one behind the Instagram account. I don't have the mental awareness for any of that. So Brianna is fully in control and she's behind the stick. So if you were to message us on Instagram, you'd be going uh, directly into her DMs essentially. So uh, she is a woman and please remember that harassment is accepted just like light harassment yeah brianna is lonely she's single and she is accepting harassment in the dms but like again light harassment yeah light harassment no dick pics maybe a couple dick pics if they're funny, like, if they're probably not personally yours, I would appreciate that. But if they're, like, a funny one... Mm-hmm. Maybe put a little hat on it. Like a little bow tie. That's about... That's where I draw the line, though. I don't want to see any personal ones. Boners are less funny. Boners. <laughs> no boners. Okay. Uh, so, I just want to say that I really like Batista. I'm a fan of of Batista. I think he's funny. I think he's kind of talented. He's got some good movies coming out. He's got a movie called Army of the Dead coming out, directed by Zack Snyder that looks really interesting. And he's got Dune coming out next year. And that looks really, really good. And then obviously Guardians of the Galaxy 3, which I really love Guardians of the Galaxy 1 and 2. I think they're some of the best Marvel movies. And actually... Guardians of the Galaxy 1 is really the the Marvel movie that kind of made me more invested in the property as a whole. I um I didn't really I loved the first one, great soundtrack. I still listen to it. Great sound. Oh my amazing soundtrack. Yeah, second one also had a good soundtrack. It felt a little rushed to me and like they were kind of just throwing it in there to like keep the story going. Like, Kurt Russell and that whole, like, I'm a planet thing, like, uh, and that, it like, wasn't I'm the gonna, best. like, just pop babies into people. Speaking of unsolicited dick pics, like, I'm just gonna pop babies into people <laughs> and plant them as, like, trees. <laughs> that was weird. That was super weird. I was not the biggest fan of that. I thought the second one was really cool just because I loved the first one. And... Sylvester Stallone's also in that. What? He's in the second one. I don't, I'm, I'm not in the mental space to remember that at all. <laughs> I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. He uh, plays one of the, uh, I remember that he's in that movie, but what are the people? The rabbit, the rabbit, the rabbit, the rabbit, Oh, yes, the, the rabbit, the people that pick up, uh. Yeah, the Rem Girl. What the f- what the hell are they called? I don't remember. Uh, they're not the Raiders. That's a football team, but yeah, the the New York Football Giants. But he's one of those ones, and like they're on that weird like snow planet, and Sylvester Stallone's one of the people. Adrian. <laughs> it's kind of what he sounds like in the movie. Adrian. But yeah, that was a good. I liked that whole part of the story and how like you kind of had like a oh like they're supposed to be these really bad guys and like they just take no mercy and they're like we're gonna take prisoners and then kill them. And yeah, then and then like we're gonna take of... we're gonna take John Cena's cock and shove it into vaginas. 
I don't remember that part of uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 2. I do. Oh, no, that was called Guarding My Ass 3. <laughs> it was this porno The sequel to Playing With Fire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Um, so Escape Plan 2 Hades, which we have not spoken a lot about uh, in this intro, uh, but it has a, a 3.8 out of 10 on IMDb. It has an 8% tomato meter score, and it has a 15% audience score. The movie is probably going to be, I mean, let's be serious, right? It's a. It's probably going to be an action film, like any other action film that costs $20 million and is direct-to-video. I think it's probably going to be a little entertaining. I'm a, I'm a little okay with, with it. I, I, I'm going to get in the right the right mindset i've decided that when we're reviewing these movies brianna mm-hmm. i'm gonna i'm gonna watch them in the this i'm gonna watch them in the light that is kind of like what they're made for if it's a movie that's direct to video and it's going to be filled with guns and violence and also 50 cents in it yeah as, a, as like a cyber as like a cyber criminal like if it's just gonna be like a cool like shoot 'em up, I'm cool with that. I'm gonna I'm gonna judge it as that. If it's a sh- if it's a bad shoot 'em up, like if they do a bad job of making a crappy movie, I'm gonna judge it based on that. But if it's like a good B movie, B action movie, then I'm I'm gonna be pleased. Okay, do you want me to set the mood for you? Yeah. I found a quote from Sylvester Stallone saying that. Escape Plan 2 was truly the most horribly produced film I have ever had the misfortune to be in. <laughs> and then I also read that he's only in it for like 15 minutes. Wait, what? <laughs> what? What? Oh my god, spoiler alert. What the hell? But I don't know, like, how long's the movie? <laughs> like an hour and 30 minutes. Well, so I mean, I if they're going to bring Dave Batista in, yeah, movie. I want to see him. 20% of the movie? No, no, that's fifth. 18% of the movie? And I read that the director was fired midway through post production. What? Yep. Oh, no. Post production? Yeah, at that point, like, you're in the final stretch. Why quit? See, that's why I don't understand how they, on Wikipedia, it's explained as a success. It has to be a money laundering scheme. Maybe um, it's like Germany and David Hasselhoff. You know how they're really obsessed with him? Yeah, maybe that's it. <clears throat> China's really obsessed with Sylvester Stallone. Because, like, his films finally just got released into the country. I don't know. Sorry, Republic of China. I just cringed at myself. <laughs> they're probably just going to start playing his movies on drive-ins all across china and he's gonna make millions of dollars on people just watching rocky for the first time okay i don't think they have drive-ins in china but the people's republic probably not well speaking of drive-ins speaking of drive-ins speaking of drive-ins don't ask me if i'm going to the drive-in the answer is fucking no Okay, I'm not paying $20 to sit in the muggy woods to watch a Gremlins Trolls Worldwide double feature. I'm not doing it. 
People keep asking me, oh, oh, you excited to go back to the movies? The drive-in is going to be so cool. You love the drive-in. No, there's no new movies at the drive-in. I'm not going to watch old shitties 80s movies, and I'm not going to watch the one movie that came out this year, two movies that came out this year, either Trolls Worldwide or fucking Bad Boys for Life. Like, I'm not, I'm not doing it. You'll catch me at the drive-in when new movies is out. Outside that, I'm torrenting my shit and watching it on Prime. Facts. Fuck off. I just want to know why the drive-in is so expensive. It, I don't know. Considering they're not playing new movies and it's not like you're gonna get out like a traditional drive-in and like go to the snack shop and get a little snacky like i don't get why there's so much money you're bringing yourself there you're sitting in your own car all they're doing is playing a movie like you could just drive into someone's house and like watch their tv and it wouldn't be as much money i always did want to go to one of those like where they show jaws and you're like in a pool like where you're floating in a little tubey I'd be scared. But, like, that would be something I would pay 20 bucks for. Like, that's worth yeah. it. I have shark in a pool fears. Always okay. have. I'm I think I'm, I'm nervous that one day there will be a shark in the pool I'm swimming in. I'm always afraid there's going to be a snake in the pool. Snakes? That's not re- That's not realistic. Yeah. You don't have a pool in the woods. I guess I don't. They just slither right in. Do you have a pool in the woods? No, but I grew up with a pool, and it was right next to the woods. And you know what we used to find in the pool? Mice. Sh- and sharks. you know what mice eat? Or get sharks. eaten by? Snakes. And then you oh. know what snakes get eaten by? I was so wrong. It's just Woodland sharks. <laughs> Woodland sharks. <laughs> okay. Um... <laughs> Before we go, I'll leave you with a little uh, little something something to set the to set the mood about what we're, what we're about to watch, and then we're gonna go watch Escape Plan Two: Hades, starring Sylvester Stallone and Dave Bautista. Even though Sylvester Stallone's only in for fifteen minutes, and then we're gonna come back and we're gonna give our immediate reactions and a little of what we liked, some breakdowns, and we'll just go from there. So. Uh, Years after he fought his way out of an inescapable prison, Ray Breslin has organized a new top-notch security force. But when one of his team members goes missing, Breslin must return to the hell he once escaped from. I do really like like the plot of this, like the way the plot sounds, but I don't have high hopes for it. No, I think, like I said, so that's why I'm gonna kind of watch it from the. I'm gonna kind of watch it from like a point of view of somebody who's just going in this to watch some dumb movie like if it's a good dumb movie i'm gonna judge it differently from a bad dumb movie i hope that we really didn't have to watch the first one i don't think we're gonna have to at all i think it's all gonna make just sense just fine especially since schwarzenegger's not even in it so they have to discount his whole arc whatever the fuck happened in the first movie mm-hmm. all right i'm on uh i'm on 50 50- no, I'm on 45 seconds on Amazon Prime. I'm on, I just hit play. Alright, you ready? I have like a, a regular old clicker, so it's not like I can precisely put it on to certain things. Alright, fine, I'll uh... Precision's not there. Are you ready? Yeah. <laughs> I can hear you. <laughs> Three, 
two, one, go. And we're back. And we're back. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, right off the bat, first impressions for me. Uh, Escape Plan 2, Hades, starring, quote unquote, Sylvester Stallone and Dave Bautista. I didn't think it was awful. I do feel slightly bamboozled, even though I kind of figured this is what it was going to be. Still a little disappointed as to what I was given and to what I was promised. What do you think, Brianna? Um, It was definitely better than playing with fire. Yes, 100%. Um, I also, yeah, I feel bamboozled. I just kind of like want to apologize that Dave Bautista is not really in this movie. Fifteen minutes tops collectively. I Same thing think with it's Stallone. Fifteen minutes. Re- yeah, probably ten, and he's on the phone the whole time. Like he only speaks so many words, and he shoots probably like twenty people. But I mean, it's really cool when he's doing it. But you really only get two shooting scenes with him, and it's kind of disappointing. That you don't get enough Dave Batista. You do get a pretty sexy Dave Batista though. There's like one moment where he has like a turtleneck and like sunglasses and like these tight black pants. And you kind of swoon for like a minute. Well, that's what that's what they paid him the money for. What's what's ten minutes in a movie for Dave Batista? They were like, Alright, let's give him like seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars for ten minutes. It's weird. I didn't like think I was attracted to Dave Batista until I saw that and I was like, ooh, okay. Mm, yeah, I knew I was attracted to Dave Batista. So I was I was geared up. I had a hard time imagining him not painted blue. Because of Drax? Yeah. That's fair. It was weird to see him as like a human color. He's got sweet tats. <laughs> oh, okay. I thought you were going somewhere else, but yeah, he does. <laughs> <laughs> He's got sweet dick. <laughs> I thought you were going for like sweet tits or something. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he does got some sweet, sweet man tits. But... Yeah, he has really cool tats. He has like one on the back of his neck. Um, sorry, sorry, we uh, falsely led you down that road of a Dave Batista film. Yeah, we totally thought this was going to be a Dave Batista movie when we started watching it. Uh, it in fact stars. The man who plays Ip Man's student in Ip Man 2. Uh, his name is Xiao Ming Wang. And it made me think that I really think that Yao Ming should be in more movies. And uh, He's too busy just rolling in the McDonald's money. <laughs> <laughs> and the main character in the movie gets kidnapped and brought to this prison he is a part of stallone's team his security force so that is what draws stallone into the mix so that's why sylvester stallone is essentially the the face of this movie i thought that that editing really bummed me out the uh like the fight scenes kind of made me a little nauseous brianna not even the fight scenes just like the whole movie like at one point i thought i sat on the remote and like skipped apart Multiple times. It was so fucking jumpy. It was so jumpy that you couldn't really sit there and watch it and be like, oh, yeah, I know exactly what's going on. Like, I dare you to watch this movie front to back and be like, yeah, I knew what was going on every single second of this movie. There's just no way. There's one part they start going into this uh, sanctuary room 
and retrieving items from the sanctuary room to help them on their escape. But it doesn't make any sense and they don't preface any of it and they don't really tell you more about it. They just show you it a little bit and just expect you to know what's going on. But then, like, as they're in the sanctuary, it all of a sudden cuts to, like, them not in the sanctuary and they're doing totally different things. Fucking hodgepodge. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) uh, None of of the characters in the opening scene uh, of the movie are in the first movie. So you can watch this movie and really not even watch the first movie, and it's not a, it's not an issue. I will say the biggest issue is that although you can do that, it's clearly because they switched demographics and markets completely with the second movie. It's clearly geared towards the Asian market. Uh, Asian leads, a couple American actors with high-profile names. The fucking villain is a round eye. And he's he's just a white American played by the man in black from Lost. Shout out Lost, shout out Man in Black. Fucking love that show. But yeah, he's just the villain and it, it just makes sense for like a, a Chinese backed movie right now. I will also say that it was kinda anti tech, which I thought was kinda weird. There was there was like little themes of don't trust technology. I mean the whole movie was pretty much don't trust technology. It was basically don't trust technology, all of this is bullshit, you should stay away from it. Yeah, there was a big, like, underlying theme of, like, you trusted technology and you should have trusted us because we're humans, and, like, that starts a whole kind of war. And even the introduction uh, to Stallone is him looking at diagrams like Steve Jobs, and he does not trust computers. He is straight up like, hey, listen, you can't trust the computers. You can only trust the people on your team. The computers will get you. And lo and behold, at the end, the computers try to get you. <laughs> so. Yeah, the weird, like, there was, like, weird RoboCop looking people. So weird. I think they were pushing anti-tech because Sylvester Stallone was like, I don't know how to use a computer, guys. Like, please don't make me. <laughs> <laughs> How about nine minutes in, Brianna? You go, what's this movie called? (laughs) It's because I was trying to look up a character on IMDb and I went, what are we watching? (laughs) Uh, Terrible CGI. The bullets, the blasts, the blood. It was all, it all looked like sci-fi channel CGI. It was that bad. No, it wasn't even that good. (laughs) Oh my God. Yeah, you're right. It was late 90s Disney Channel movie bad. Yeah. Like, it looks straight up out of the 90s. It was so terrible. It makes sense. Like, they only spent $17 million on the film, and they had a couple high-quality actors in there, which I'm assuming even for their short amount of time in the film, they probably fetched a decent amount. But still, dude, like, fuck. I, I will say the robots looked really good. The CGI robots looked really, really good. So they probably busted their nut on that, and then were just like, oh, we don't have any money for bullets. just gonna figure it out the kung fu was kind of cool but the editing sucks so you really couldn't watch the fight scenes like they were just chop they were just choppy some good gun deaths though yes some good gun deaths but they were also confusing there was um there was like some weird continuity issues explain (laughs) well like when those uncle fester guys get shot like there was three uncle fester looking guys and there was should have been three people that I don't know had like the we're dead face, and they only showed two. 
get shot and then they kind of just implied that like the third person got shot as if like they edited it out by accident and didn't notice and then like the makeup was really bad and like that didn't help with the situation because like sometimes you'd see the characters and I assume that the whole thing was like started at one point and then just kept moving forward but there was a part where like sometimes they'd have really bad like cuts on their face and then sometimes they'd be totally fine and they were all just sweaty and greasy looking the entire movie which I didn't get and like the set looked bad like the set looked like Legends of the Hidden Temple like it was bad they they just shot it in a soundstage in Atlanta and maybe on two stages so but there's only really three characters that you have to worry about anyway right Sylvester Stallone who plays the guy who owns the security force that broke out of a prison in the first movie. Mm-hmm. There's Dave Batista, who Sylvester Stallone goes and gets because he's the only guy that can help break the kid who got kidnapped out of prison. See, I wouldn't even bring Dave Batista as like a character in it, though. Well, uh, yeah, I guess you're right, but he's like... He was as minimal a character as 50 Cent was. Uh, 50 Cent was a cyber nerd. His name was Hush. He didn't even do anything, though. The whole time, Sylvester Stallone just said, are we good? Are we good? And he was like, yeah, we're good. And then I thought I thought 50 Cent was going to be a bad guy, but he, he nothing happened. Oh, yeah. I thought he was going to turn into like some rat, but he wasn't. Uh, Pete Wentz was in it as like a... <laughs> Pete Wentz, like swear to God, swear to God, Pete Wentz from Fall Out Boy was in this movie. He plays like the maker of gadgets and some type of gun procurer. Like, he just gives Batista a bunch of guns. It, I, yeah, I don't but know like, was... I don't even remember him using a lot of guns. Yeah, well, he, he was only in the movie for five seconds anyway. Yeah, <laughs> well, he, 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 Batista gets the gun from Pete Wentz that he uses at the end, where it's like the big gun. Yeah, but like, why did Pete Wentz have that? That looked like just any old, like, it didn't look like a standard gun, but like, I don't know. I feel like if you, they were in Atlanta, like, you could, probably could have found that in Atlanta. <laughs> you probably found. Lots of cheaper guns in Atlanta than just going to some guy who... When he takes his soldering mask off and we were both just like, is that Pete Wentz? <laughs> yeah, the moral of the story is if you're in Atlanta, you could probably just go behind the Rite Aid and find somebody who has a gun for you. You don't have to go to like a professional gun guy. Yeah. If you want something good, go to Walmart. Like, come on. <laughs> yeah, you could probably find a really good gun at Walmart that you could just buy. Or if you're feeling crazy, go to Dick's. <laughs> you could probably get a better gun that Batista got that dicks. Those guns looked old too. They were just in the back of that guy's basement, just in some some safe. Yeah, some like cheap ass bookcase shape safe and it was just like, oh, of course it's there. Yep. And like we said earlier, the main character was uh the dude who plays Ip Man's student, Ip Man 2. He was fine, but he was clearly the main character for the Asian market. Uh, he was like a he was a handsome dude. He did a little bit of kung fu. He had a lame attitude, though. Uh, not a great main character in my eyes. And then there was also two people on Stallone's team that were also in the prison. One who was Shu, who is the main character. Uh, one who is Shu's friend, and the other who is also Shu's teammate, but ends up, spoiler alert, 10 seconds, ends up being the bad guy who runs the whole prison at the end of the movie. So there's that, and that's pretty much all the characters. That's really all you have to worry about. There's a couple other weird 
looking characters. They're all kind of funky looking because they're in this dusty, dirty prison for no reason. Just for the record, this prison doesn't make any sense because it really just feels like the dudes who's running it is just collecting people and putting them in there. They're, they, there's no like law and order thing going on. He's He's just like a bad guy who is collecting people and making them fight. There was only three women in the whole movie. <laughs> and one of them dies. <laughs> well, actually, I guess there was four, but one of them was on the edge of we we didn't really know. Yeah, but. one. Of, there was three women confirmed. One, maybe, and then one of them definitely one of them definitely died. So there was two confirmed and one maybe. At the very beginning, though, we saw a guy wearing a mask. So health positivity in these COVID times is always a plus. Even those was made in two thousand eighteen. There was those guys with the scary Asian masks. And oh, that was, yeah, that was that, weird. I remember, like, I was writing down a note, and I looked up, and I was like, whoa, what was that? They look like the masks from Spider-Man, the game on PS4. Oh, I don't know what that is, but they just looked like any old mask. They are spooky. They looked like the mask that my mom got to, like, help us pretend like she knew that we were going to be white Asians, and... <laughs> They were kept in like a cabinet in our house and I used to walk by them and I would run by them because I thought they were looking at me. She wanted you guys to be like culturally aware. Yeah, she wanted to like, she, she culturally appropriated us at such a young age <laughs> by having the fucking scariest looking masks I've ever seen in my entire life. This is your culture, Brianna. If anything, I was like, no, I don't want that. No, thanks. Pass. Where's the rice? Uh <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the beginning of the movie you it's it, i actually kind of liked the beginning of the movie because it seemed pretty fluid uh they showed sylvester stallone's team doing their that thing that was the best action of the whole movie yeah they yeah at 100 percent uh we had some deaths we had some we had some cool gunfights you kind of get a sense of the characters and then like the main character gets kidnapped and you have your problem and the theme is clearly like ant it's 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 established at that point that it's like an anti-tech theme and so the beginnings the beginnings interesting you're like all right where's this going to go and then the middle just fucking drags mm -hmm. so goddamn bad it's so monotonous and they uh, they have this montage scene in the middle where the main character is trying to collect goods to try to help them get out of the prison. And they just drag it on for probably three minutes too long. You think so, Brianna? Yeah, there's like this weird part that like I don't really get where there's some guy that works for the kitchen. And he seems to be the only person in the whole prison that works in the kitchen. He somehow delivers food to the prisoners some people get like these really good looking pastries and like yummy like goodies and then all of a sudden like i don't really understand why they got those because then they're trying to fight the uncle fester looking guys and then they like forfeit and i just there was a whole part that was just very unexplained yeah 100 percent. i totally agree and that was kind of in that sequence of like we're trying to collect goods to help us escape and they never really say, what's that whole thing going on there with the food and the guys from Little Nicky? That, they look like the guys with the nipples for heads from Little Nicky. 
Uh, this was at, at, at this point, I kind of was questioning what was going on because I was like, what kind of movie is this? What does it want to be? It really felt like it wanted to be Blade Runner, Ocean's Eleven, Ex Machina, like fucking that, that movie, The Platform, that just came out on Netflix. Like, it looked like it wanted to be 19 different movies. It looked like it wanted to be a cool action movie. It looked like it wanted to be a sci-fi movie. It looked like it wanted to be like a psychological thriller at points. It was just doing far too much, and I think that if they stuck to one of the things, they could have had a lot more success with it. I really didn't like how um, each cell they were in had, like, these cool neon, like, lights, and it was like, okay, I'm vibing, I'm vibing. And then all of a sudden, like, there's this awful CGI, like, electrocution, and you're just not ready for it. Some of the food electrocutes people, and you're just kind of sitting there like, what? How does that happen? Everything's controlled by this one system called Galileo and the villain uses Galileo to control the entire prison self-sufficiently and so essentially Galileo is in charge of bringing the prisoners to fight for their lives and if they win the fight they have time in this sanctuary that has art supplies and televisions whack-ass green screen going on yeah, there too there's a green screen inside the sanctuary that gives you a lame fucking look of some like outside like it'll just be like it looks like a windows background of flowers or rolly hills it's so stupid <laughs> uh and essentially if you beat the shit out of somebody to near death you get two hours in that chamber so that's what they all fight for and if you lose a fight you don't get to eat that day either so th this is pretty much the whole middle of the movie it's just like the prisoners fighting each other Shu, the main character trying to figure out how he's going to get out of there and then it cuts to stallone and batista like on the phone trying to figure out where the prison is because it's underground or on a different planet oh it rotates it rotates yeah it also rotates so they can't figure out how to get out how to get in i noticed a lot of i don't know if you noticed this but i noticed a lot of cut off face shots like where they would cut off the top and the bottom of the head. It was very close, very close close-ups. I couldn't stand it. it. It was such bad. Is that how you noticed that guy had the big schnoz? 100%. The dude's nose was fucking huge and they just kept showing it <laughs> at the <laughs> worst angles. There was a lot of close-ups of um, Sylvester Stallone and like it's been quite some time since he peaked and we don't need close-ups of his face anymore so and they were trying to do all these close-ups to try to give us some sense of emotion on the character which they also tried to do with the music like they used this emotional fight music from 300 while Shu was battling like six other prisoners at one point and he was getting the shit kicked out of him and they clearly are trying to get you to feel something for him while this is happening but I couldn't feel anything for any of these characters. There was They didn't give me one reason to want to root for him at all. He was kind of just a dick who always had like a scowl on his face. That's an Asian thing. He can't help it. Oh, okay. Well, well then why did it take... <laughs> why? Uh, uh, that aside, why did it take Stallone an hour to get back in the fucking prison? Especially since it's in the synopsis. It's like, oh, Stallone... Gets a guy kidnapped, so he's got to go back to his prison. That's in the synopsis. So why does it take an hour for him to actually get in the prison? Because they're too busy collecting items to escape. Doi. So at uh, the end of the movie, it ends up 
pretty typical of what you think would happen. Um, Stallone, like we say, breaks into the prison. Then he starts fighting people and like kind of gets beat up. And then they all of a sudden, uh, they kind of figure out how to get out by hack. It's, uh, I, I'm getting ahead of myself. 50 Cent... It, <laughs> 50 Cent is somehow able to hack into, like, the mainframe of Galileo in the prison. And then they blow up the... They blow up some unit, and then they can breach it. Yeah, they're and, blowing up G-Unit. Yeah. <laughs> and, then they, and then they finally break out, and there's, like, a big fight at the end, and Stallone breaks a neck. And they realize where they are, and then they see, like, the, like the big, big bad guy... And Stallone's like, I don't know who you are, but I'm gonna find you. And like, brr, like here comes the third movie, which we're not watching. I felt nope. like the beginning and the middle were like so dragged. Okay, well the beginning was the good action part, but the middle was so dragged out. And then the ending, they rush so bad to like try to tie up all these loose ends, and mm-hmm. they have like that whole Galileo thing. That all of a sudden speaks the language that Shu speaks and, like, he taught Sylvester Stallone. And then, like, 50 Cent and Sylvester Stallone are talking while Sylvester Stallone's in the prison. And you're like, how are they talking right now to each other? Yeah, they totally blew by that. Yeah, and then there's, like, the random part where the Galileo thing is speaking in a different language. And you're like, how did 50 Cent get that over the PA? Like, what? And no one thought, like, that was weird. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, the, the, it, it really felt like the first act was 30 minutes long, the second act was an hour long, and then the third act was 15 minutes. Like, they play Go in the, like, the, it's not really a board game, but the game, the strategy game. And then there's, like, they try to tie that into the movie, like, at the end, and you're just like, what? What is, what's going on? Yeah, they really <laughs> tried to make that a, like, this is a this is a game of I keep wanting to say chess. Like it's like they wanted to use chess, but they didn't want to use chess for the Asian market, so they used Go. Yeah. It just seems so on the nose. Also, the fact that the you told me the director got fired while in post production. Yeah. So so maybe it was just like maybe this whole movie was just destined for shit and they were just like all right send it out like we don't really care what it looks like (laughs) my favorite my favorite quote from the movie batista uh close to the very end he (laughs) breaks into the prison and he goes nice pjs where's your fucking teddy bear really that he said that (laughs) yeah he said that when (laughs) like like it's when Batista's wearing the J. Crew rain jacket. No, that's not a J. That doesn't Crew rain fit jacket. right. That was like a Fashion Nova, like, oh my god, what did we do? <laughs> <laughs> it looked a lot different on the picture. Do you think Dave Batista, what do you think his daily life is like? I'm assuming he gets up, works out, lives on the West Coast, goes to a couple Skype meetings, works out, maybe has a family, I don't know. And just, like, chills. I feel like Dave Bautista's life is rad as fuck. He is married. I remember reading that. He's been married, I think, like, three times. Oh, wow. That's a lot of times. Uh, would you say that Bautista's life's probably better than The Rock's only because he's not as busy? 
Like, The Rock probably has a sweet life, but he's like, that dude is fucking busy all the time. Mm, I definitely think that The Rock is busy, but I feel like Dave Bautista is just, like, enjoying himself. I totally agree. I don't know. I also feel like he'd be very regimented. Yeah, that's fair. You don't become a professional athlete entertainer without having some type of discipline, right? He literally stopped wrestling, like, last year. Like, that was when he retired. And he was, like, wrestling right up until then. Yeah, because and of a acting. neck injury, too. And acting, and being in all the Guardians of the Galaxies, and all the Avengers, and doing all the press for that. Like, <sighs> guy's an animal. He is the animal, Dave Batista. I know. Oh, wait, oh no. Ooh, that's Chris Benoit. That's not That's not the same one. We gotta edit that out. Don't embarrass yeah. us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Rest in peace, the little boy and the mom, but not Chris Benoit. Fuck Chris Benoit. Uh, he's a coward, and I hope he's rotting in hell. Rotting in Hades, you mean? Yeah. Ooh! <laughs> no escape plan for you, Chris Benoit, you cunt. They actually do explain that Hades stands for something, but I kind of forget what it was. It's not important. It was something... The D stood for detention. That was all I got. <laughs> Half-ass detention center. <laughs> yeah, like if you, I have the subtitles on because I like to read and watch because mm-hmm. I'm just so smart like that. Oh, um, okay, look at you. But if you didn't have the subtitles on, you would have just missed it completely that they were like, oh yeah, Hades is the huh, huh, detention center thing. <laughs> well, that's exactly why I missed it then. That sucks. What a loss for you. <laughs> so brianna do me a favor uh let me know how many popcorn bags are you giving escape plan Two hades i'm gonna give it a solid like 23 all right all right and would you recommend it because it's out of 50 right yes yes <laughs> yes um I would recommend it only if you want to watch all three of them. Yeah, okay. Which is not something we're going to do, so you would have to do that on your own time. And then just, like, hit us up and let us know what you thought. Maybe leave a review. They're all on Amazon Prime. Oh, yeah, every single one of them is on Amazon Prime. So if you have the time and want to watch them and then let us know what you think, that would be really appreciated. The last one is only 88 minutes long. Oh, you guys can do that. Someone watch that for me and then send me a synopsis so I don't have to watch it. Because Davy B is back. Davy B is back. I told you, I'm excited for his next next set of movies. He's got some gems coming out. 2021 is going to be packed with movies. I don't know, though. Oh, don't say that. Sorry. So, <laughs> I'm going to give Escape Plan 2 20 popcorn bags. Mm, 21 popcorn bags. Okay, I was thinking 20 in my initial thing, but then yeah. I went, you know what, I really uh, I really enjoyed that first part, so. Okay, yeah, I'll give it 21 out of 50 popcorn bags. Are you recommending this movie, Brianna? I said you yes, said- if you watch all three. Are you going to recommend oh, it? Oh, right. Uh, no, I'm not going to recommend it. I'm not going to recommend it. There's too many good Batista movies out there for you to waste your time on this one. And also, I'm saying no, I'm not recommending it because 
my least favorite movies in the entire world are bamboozle movies where a actor that I know very well is placed in a movie and I'm promised action and nostalgia and good times and then I'm given just falsehoods and lies and that's what happened in this movie pretty much no Rocky no Drax lame I'm still just confused all right well let's just leave it at that then i want to thank everybody for listening i appreciate all the reviews do me a favor and rate us review us listen to us you can find us on apple Podcasts, google play radio.com spotify tune in <laughs> tune in spotify wherever you get your podcast from do me a favor download rate review we love you. Last I checked, um, last I checked on Instagram, we had three hundred sixty-nine. Ooh, that's that's lit, dog. Six nine. Hit that shit. Hit that subscribe button on Instagram. Is that's not a thing? What do you do? Follow <laughs> people on Instagram? <laughs> yeah, I told you, you I'm not the I'm not the one I'm not the social media expert. Well, considering it, you do everything else, I need to do something. Um, <laughs> but yeah, if you want to follow us on Instagram, um, that'd be appreciated. And if you do follow us, it's even more appreciated that you already follow us. Where um, can they find us? On Instagram at where the fuck are the popcorn bags without the you. Because if there was a you, that'd be a swear. Um. <laughs> <laughs> and we get banned and we yeah. wouldn't have 369 followers when we get to 420 i'm i'm capping it no more followers i also want to you know just remind everybody that i am a female and uh so please send dick pics <laughs> don't send dick pics also, I feel like we have a really good following of international people, so shout out to all the international people that are listening to us when we're sleeping and you guys have just woken up. Oh, big shout out to you guys. If you're listening to this and you're international, God love you. Uh, listening to two sweaty Americans talk about bad movies is, if that's a passion of yours, I love it and I want to be a part of it. I also want to do it. like a foreign film series. So if you have any films that came out from wherever you're from, send it our way. Yes, absolutely. Any suggestions at all, you can find us on Instagram. You can leave a review on any place that you listen to your podcasts. You can find our uh, Gmail in the details of this episode. Hit us up there. Whatever you guys want to do. We're here for comments and and concerns except not no really concerns things. yeah not really concerns though either because I we'll really read them and just ignore them yeah i'm gonna laugh at your <laughs> concerns we'll roast you <laughs> fucking nerd <laughs> <laughs> no we won't that's mean yeah that's we'll just mean. read them and ignore them yes yes and i will i'm a little little meaner than brianna but yeah we'll just leave it at that that's fine oh i don't know i'm good to be pretty aggressive on social media so oh well good luck to all, all you people out there then i'm not a part of that 
So just watch out. <laughs> <laughs> Kidding. <laughs> All right, we're running late on this thing. Let's get the fuck out of here. I'm tired. 2.42 in the morning, people. We love you. Good morning to anyone who just woke up. Mm, and good night to anyone who's going to sleep. We'll see you people next week for No Holds Barred starring Hulk Hogan. Get it, brother. Get it, brother. <laughs> oh, yeah, brother. Let's rip our t-shirts off right now. <laughs> Let's do it. Bye, everybody. I'm gonna get my sweatband ready. <laughs> Peace. Bye. Bye.